Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 for easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi, everybody. And welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Um, kind of a weird week. Yeah, it's always a weird week. Yeah. But uh, alas, tomorrow is Friday. Yes. And three-day weekend. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I keep forgetting we have Monday off. Yeah. I know, it keeps slipping my mind, and then every time I remember, it's a little jolt of uh, mm-hmm. energy or something. Yep, yep. Hey, uh, by the way, guys, uh, PSA right now, uh, it's Memorial Day. It's not appropriate to go up to a veteran and thank them. Yeah. It's not for us, guys. It's, that's, it's uh, to remember the people that died. That's veterans. Day, yes, though. yes. Uh, I, I, the reason I mention this, every Memorial Day, you know, people will call me and like, uh, Why? <laughs> I'm still here, <clears throat> right? Otherwise, you'd be calling my wife. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, PSA, like, yeah, yeah. like you said. So those of you out there, if you ever need to, uh, the Simpsons guy, wish him a happy Veterans Day, a good Veterans Day, not a memorial. <laughs> yes, yes. I am still alive, guys. Some of you may wish me dead. If he croaks, I'll let you know. <laughs> but hopefully that's still many, many moons away from now. Yes. We can only hope. So if we're starting a little dark today, it's because we've got a uh, spooky Episode. season. Yeah, spooky yes. season. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we are going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 5, which is titled The Treehouse of Horror. This is the third one. Part 3. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it first aired October 29th of 1992. Now... There was no chalkboard gag, but there was a, a couch gag. Yes. And as you all know, in these Treehouse of Horror episodes, we kind of, you know, instead of the regular intro, we have a little trip through the graveyard and some little witty stones every now and then. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. Uh, one of the gravestones that I that I really liked was the one that said American Workmanship. I did see that one. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. All right. So, yes, no chalkboard gag. No chalkboard gag. But we start with Homer, right? They kind of have like this Alfred Hitchcock outline. Yes. Drawn out. Yeah. 
right? And they even have the music playing. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we see uh, Homer's shadow walk up to the outline, mm-hmm. and he stops and he starts talking. Good evening. I've been asked to tell you that the following show is very scary with stuff that might give your kids nightmares. You see, there are some crybabies out there, religious types mostly, who might be offended. If you're one of them, I advise you to turn off your your set now. And then um, Homer's like, I dare you. Go ahead. Yeah. He starts going. Bark, 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 bark. He starts doing his chicken arms. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then somebody obviously takes him up on it. And we see the screen fade to black with that one little white dot that you used to get back in the day. Yes, back in the day. <laughs> right. And uh, as we still see see that uh, dot there, Marge comes in. Yes, and, and she's there. Homer, did you just call everyone chicken? And he's like, no, I swear on this Bible. She says, that's not a Bible. That's a book of carpet samples. And Homer goes, ooh, fuzzy. Yeah, just leave it to... Uh... Leave it to Homer. So mm-hmm. instead of Marge giving the speech at the beginning, like last time, like last season, we now have Homer. Yep. And so we get to our Halloween-themed couch gag, mm-hmm. right? Instead of the family coming in like they normally do, it is five skeletons, right? And they all got their little, you know, defining characteristics. Yeah, they still have their hair. Yeah, you know, the, the Marge, skeleton hair. Marge has the, the Frankenstein bride uh-huh. going on, yeah. Yep, yep. And they all race for the couch. Right. And there you go. So yeah. the normal intro, but with skeletons. Yes. Pretty cool. I thought it was cool. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. And you hear the clanking, too, of the bones. <laughs> uh, yeah, Maggie was, uh, was also sucking on a pacifier. So, yeah. yeah. And so we start the episode in the Simpsons house, and they're hosting a Halloween party, right? And everybody's in costume, right? There's some good ones in there. Uh, Millhouse's Radioactive Man. My favorite one is, of course... Bart, Bart as Alex from Clockwork Orange. Love it. Um, not that I love this one, but the one I thought was funniest was Martin. Oh, he was like a fairy, Ca- right? And Calliope. The... We'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to spoil this, right? But the first person we see right after the kids is Homer walking down the stairs. Yes. And he's wearing a toga. Yes. And he's like, behold! Mighty Caesar. And he, as he says that, the, I guess his uh, sheets get caught on a banister or a nail or yeah. something. So the toga comes off and he's there in his tidy white. And he's, yeah, just right after he says, Caesar in all his glory, right? <laughs> times it perfectly. Uh-huh. And of course, the kids are all laughing at him. Yeah, while well, he goes, don't! <laughs> and this is where we get, uh, we cut the scene here to the other side of the party and. Nelson is watching Martin right. dance, N- yeah. frolic. Yeah, Nelson is dressed like a pirate, right? Yeah. He even got the eye patch, right? Yeah. And uh, Martin's like, I am Calliope, the muse of heroic poetry. He's even got the little fairy wings and everything. Yeah, and he's like throwing flowers around or something. Yeah. Like and Nelson says, no kidding. And then, boom, punches him right in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he lays down in agony, right? Yep. And then this is when Bart Simpson comes in. Yes. He even breaks out his English accent. Yes, stupid potty. Wish we was trick or treat. <laughs> Which, if you've never seen Clockwork Orange before, 
That's a, it's a classic. Yes, you should, guys. You definitely don't watch it before it, you go to sleep. It is disturbing. Don't watch it Fair before warning. you go to sleep. Don't watch it with children around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. However, it is a uh, classic of cinema. Yes, it is. Right. And then this is when Marge comes in and she says, "Oh," <laughs> she says, "Now, Bart." You can just find uh, just as much horror around the house. <laughs> so she sits down in front of the living room and she grabs a flashlight. Yes, and then Lisa sets the mood by turning off the lights in the living room. And she's going to have a scary story. And this story is about a witch who died a horrible death, right? Um, so all of the lights are off, right? So nobody can see what's happening. Yes. Uh, she's got the flashlight focused on her head, face, so that's all you can see. And she starts telling the story about uh, this, how this witch got dismembered, right? Yeah. And she grabs some grapes and she's like, and these were her eyes. Yes. And so if you're not familiar with this, you know, old school Halloween tradition, somebody tells a scary story, you close your eyes, right? And it's really dark. And they pass around food and they tell you that it's supposed to be something else. It's yeah. supposed to mess with your imagination a yep. little bit. So it's when, the, when the kids feel the, the grapes are like, yeah. And then she says, this was her hair. And then she passes some spaghetti noodles around and the kids are, uh, yeah. And she goes, and these, this, was her, was, this was her brains, right? And it was just a steak. It was a steak, yeah. Which I don't get it because the brain doesn't have know. the consistency of a steak. But anyway. The so the, yeah, so the the kids were all like ew, but and then Bart goes, "Yo, mom, we haven't gotten the eyeballs yet." And Marge stops, and then she uh, points the flashlight around at Homer, and he's eating the snacks. Of course, yes. Homer, you're ruining it. And Homer's like, "Yeah, well, it was an evil game." <laughs> so then Marge says, "Does anybody have a ghost story?" And this is when Lisa surprisingly steps up. And she has a story about a boy and his doll. Yes, and Homer says, that's not so scary. And Lisa goes, a doll from hell. (laughs) And as she's laughing, Homer just says really quickly, I'm going to go to the store. (laughs) (laughs) And this is when we cut into the first little mini-sode of the episode. And it's called Clown Without Pity. Mm -hmm. We see, apparently it's Bart's birthday and he just opened up a box, uh, a gift from Grandpa. It was a big box. And he opened it up, and it's a hoard of cash. Yeah, just wads of cash. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, and he's, Bart thanks him for the money, right? And Marge wonders where Abe got the money from. And this is actually my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> and Abe says, the government. I didn't earn it. I don't need it. But if they miss one payment, I'll raise hell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sounds like a, it's still going on today, right? It's still going on today. And Bart says, hey, Homer, where's your present? No! I mean, uh, don't worry, son. I forgot to get you a present, but I swear, on my father's grave. And Abe goes, hey! And then this is when Homer runs out to look for a gift for Bart. Yes. And so you hear the car door close and you hear the tires peel out. Yep. Right. Homer zooms off. And then we cut to Homer stopping. I guess it looks like downtown or something like that. Springfield. And there is a shop called the House of Evil. Why he wouldn't step in there to buy something for his son for his birthday, I don't know. Yes. But of course, there's a lot of scary movies that start out that way. They go into some weird shop, right? 
And so... Gremlins? Yeah. That was a reference to Gremlin. Mm-hmm. And so he asked the, uh, the weird Asian guy owning the store, mm-hmm. right? Is he supposed to be a parody of somebody? Gremlins. Is that Gremlins too? Yeah. Is it the same guy? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That all runs together on me, man. Yeah. And so he sells, you know, all these weird stuff, but he asks if he has toys. The owner says, we sell forbidden objects from places men fear to tread. We also sell frozen yogurt, which I call Frogurt. <laughs> and Homer says he's looking for a present for his son's birthday. Right. And he's like, what? Well, and he starts, uh, we start panning through the uh, shelves, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got a bunch of curiosities there, yeah. really weird. Then he finally gets to a talking crusty doll, right? So he grabs it. And he hands him the crusty the, the crusty doll, right? And he says, take this object, but beware. It comes with a terrible curse. And Homer's words is, oh, that's bad. But it comes with a free Frogurt. That's good. The Frogurt is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. The toppings contain potassium benzoate. And Homer just blank stares him. And then the, the, the owner goes, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> So exactly. next thing we know, back at the Simpson house, uh-huh. and uh, the kids are playing pin the tail on the donkey. And this, for some part, reason, they have the poster on the front door. On the front door, yes. And of course, it's Millhouse's turn. Yes, <laughs> of course, it's Millhouse. And so, as Millhouse is getting right next to the door, it flings open Homer's home. <laughs> he just smashes, he just nails Millhouse. Millhouse against between the wall and the door. <laughs> Oh, I love that part. Poor Millhouse. Anyway, so he hands Bart his gift immediately. And Bart, of course, he's a little kid. He tears into it right away. And he's like, wow, a talking Krusty doll. Right, And he pulls on the string, right? I'm Krusty the Clown, and I love you very much. And Bart's super happy, right? He gives Homer a hug. He says it's the best birthday he's ever had. (laughs) <laughs> and Abe says that clown, that doll is evil, evil. I tells you, evil, evil. And Bart says, "Grandpa, you said that about all the presents." I just want attention. <laughs> so we have one of Abe's classic little senior moments here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know they're sitting on the couch with a large bowl of popcorn, and Homer is watching Kent Brockman on the news, right? And Kent's like, and environmental news, scientists have announced that Springfield's air is now only dangerous to children and the elderly. And Homer goes, woohoo, right when he hears that. <laughs> because he falls uh, right, in the middle. right in the middle, right? He's not a kid and he's not elderly yet. Mm-hmm. And so Homer sits back on the couch and the crusty doll's there. And so he grabs it and he pulls a little string. And the doll goes, I'm Crusty the Clown and I don't like you. And Homer laughs. <laughs> And then he goes, I'm Chrissy the Clown, and I'm going to kill you. And he laughs again. He <laughs> didn't even pull the string that time. I said I was going to kill you. And he points his finger. He says, you, Homer Simpson. <laughs> and Homer throws the doll off the side of the couch. Uh-huh. But of course, the doll comes back with a knife in its teeth. Yeah, and, he, <laughs> and how creepy it looks with that knife and that big smile on its yeah. face. Supposed uh, to be like that creepy doll from a Poltergeist, right? Or one of those movies. 
I don't know. Well, it's been a while since I've seen Poltergeist. The only creepy doll I remember is Chucky. Chucky also, yeah. Mm. And Chucky did wave a knife. Yes, around, he so. is brandishing a butcher knife, just like Krusty is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, of course, uh, Homer screams, and the rest of the family comes in from the kitchen, and they see Homer, like, bunched up in the corner of one corner of the couch mm-hmm. while the while the crusty doll is on the other corner of the couch. Yep. Right? And Marge is like, Homer, what's wrong? And he he points at the, the, the doll. He's like, that doll tried to kill me. And Bart says, I'd say the pressures has finally gotten to dad. But what pressure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, how little Bart thinks of Homer. Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> obvious that he's got a disdain for his dad. <laughs> so... Nobody really pays attention to Homer. They leave him alone with the doll. And, you know, the doll is laughing maniacally. Yeah. And, but, you know, it runs out of steam halfway through. So the doll kind of, like, turns around and he points at his string for Homer to pull on it. <laughs> and so I, Homer pulls it again. I don't know why he would. He's terrified of this doll, right? And, well, we end the scene there. So we cut... Then to Homer taking a bath. And this part to me is just hilarious. So Homer is in the tub singing, right? Mm-hmm. The Oscar Mayer song, of course. My baloney has a first name, but it's O-H-O-M-E-R. My baloney has a second name. It's H-O-M-E-R. <laughs> and while he's singing his little hot dog song here, no, not a baloney song, I'm sorry, yeah. right? Uh, we see the, the crusty doll come out of the bathwater wielding a harpoon because of course homer's a whale yes right? yeah. that was a nice little touch uh-huh. there. and this part's just hilarious homer screams bloody murder and runs through the house naked but he's got his uh hands over his yeah uh, he's got his hands over, over his, his twig and yeah. berries right and as he runs through the kitchen marge is having dinner with her, with her two sisters right yes, the gruesome twosome yep and patty goes there goes the last lingering thread of my heterosexuality, having been completely turned off to men by Homer's naked body. <laughs> now, I know this is a Treehouse of Horror episode, but is that the actual reason in the Simpsons lore? No, no. <laughs> by the way, we do have to mention these. Uh, these episodes don't fall into the continuity. Yes, they are not canon. Yeah, they're they, they <laughs> right. They're just fun little things on the side. Yeah. But the, Patty's questioning her sexuality is canon. Yeah. So. So they slip that. They do throw there. some references in there, of mm-hmm. course. <laughs> so next thing we know, we see Lisa's bedroom, right? Yes. And we see the crusty doll uh, in the uh, Malibu Stacy dollhouse, uh-huh. and he's walking up to Malibu Stacy. Yeah. By the way, I noticed that uh, now you have a niece now, right? Well, you're, I don't know yet. You don't know yet. Oh, yeah. you don't know if you're going to have a niece or not. No. Oh, okay. Niece or nephew, we don't know yet. So, if you, if it was a niece, would you prefer to get a Barbie doll or a Malibu Stacy doll for your niece? <laughs> Malibu Stacy. Malibu Stacy. I agree. I agree. You got to have that. <laughs> yep, yep. So, uh Crusty's cr- sitting on a bed with her, right? Yep. And he's macking on her. <laughs> <laughs> says, hey, baby, get comfortable. Relax. It's a little hot for that cheerleader outfit, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, Homer comes in with a bag, some rope, a chains, and a suitcase, right? And he grabs the doll, the Krusty doll. He throws it in the bag, and the bag is full of dirty socks. And Krusty says, 
You think your dirty socks can stop me? Well, they are making me dizzy. And then you're, ugh. So while this is <laughs> happening, he's tying the the, the, bag the bag up and he puts it in the laundry in the not the laundry bag but in the suitcase he wraps the suitcase in chains he padlocks it yep and then he runs off to the springfield bottomless pit <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> homer throws it in you know but before that right we see a gangster Oh, that's a, but I think Homer does his first, and then they oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. You are right, right. And so he yeah. throws it. He throws the crusty doll in there. And next thing we know, we yeah. see the gangster come out, and he says, "Evidence, Vito," <laughs> and he throws throws that in. Throws the evidence away. Yep. And then we see another guy walk up, and he's got a box, yeah. uh, right? And he's like, "Man, I was a fool to think anyone would want to would want nude photos of Whoopi Goldberg," and he throws it into the pit. Even the pit didn't want him. <laughs> because it comes back It out. comes back up to him. He's like, what the? <laughs> and seriously. Um, yeah, no. That's a, that's a hard pass. That's I'm a not, hard yeah, pass. Not interested. <laughs> um, so Homer drives back home. He parks in his garage. And this is when we see a reference to, uh, what's that movie with Robert De Niro? Uh, Cape Fear. Yeah. Cape Fear, right? Yes, because we see Krusty strapped underneath the car yes right with the belt that uh, he had used to wrap the mm-hmm. the sack with right um <clears throat> so you know of course homer's not aware of this yeah and as soon as he gets inside the house yeah two little hands cover his eyes yes and you hear the voice guess who fat boy <laughs> and homer's blinded and he's uh stumbling about he's like marge marge look and marge is watching this happen she says oh my god and, and then he homer falls into the kitchen he's like the doll's trying to kill me and the toaster's been laughing at me i don't know where the toaster one came from um, yeah that's just a sign of psychosis i think <laughs> and so homer's struggling with the doll and Homer's getting his face dunked into the dog bowl. Right. He's like, ew, dog water. <laughs> and uh, Marge runs to grab the, the box the doll came in, right? And she calls up the customer service. 1-900-DON'T-SUE. Yep. And so they answer. And she's upset. She says, your doll is trying to kill my husband. And then there's a pause. And she says, yes, I'll hold. <laughs> and while she's holding the music on hold what's it everybody loves a clown or yeah something, something like that <laughs> yeah oh my god trying to get in there in their head yep mm-hmm. so next thing we know we see marge opening up the door we see a crusty company repairman come into the kitchen and the doll is still trying to kill homer right yeah, presently man. it's trying to rip his tongue out yeah it's just pulling on it mm-hmm. and so the uh the repairman grabs the doll and he says, well, I think I found your problem. And he says, this is set to evil. So apparently there's a switch on the back of the Krusty doll that says good and evil. So he flips it back up to good. There wasn't an on or off switch. It was good no, or evil. it was good or evil. That mm-hmm. was it. And puts the doll back on Homer's chest. And the doll says, I love you, Homer. <laughs> and then Homer, of course, he's very easy to forgive. He says, come here, you. And he gives him a hug. Yep. But next thing we know, <laughs> this part's hilarious. The crusty doll has become Homer's slave. Yeah, right. And he's doing everything that Homer tells him to do. Right. Present. Right. We see him bringing them dinner. Yeah. 
to, to in front of the to the coffee table in front of the TV, and, right? And you can tell that Homer has not moved because he's just sitting there. He's got an array of snacks around him, and mm-hmm. yeah. All right, and uh, the doll goes, here you go, buddy. And Homer just real quick, did you walk the dog? Yeah, he buried me a couple of times. And Homer says, yeah, dogs like to bury old junk. Yeah, you stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so the day ends, and Krusty. I guess he goes home, yep. which is the dollhouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Malibu Stacy is waiting for him. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, what a day. Homer made me give him a sponge bath. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but coming home to you makes it all worthwhile. And then he leans over to kill the Malibu, kill, to kiss <laughs> the Malibu Stacy doll, and her head pops off. Yeah. He just grabs it and he puts it back on, and he continues uh, with his hand wrapped around her, and he kisses. And we end the scene with a little heart shaped. Uh, ending yeah so cool yeah, yeah nice little so again i ask malibu stacy or barbie <laughs> Malibu Stacey. <laughs> all right so that is the end of the first act the first right. mini-sode right and, and so we have a little inch what called interlude what they do here yeah and so homer has the flashlight on his face and he's trying to tell a story but it's very lame so, and disorganized. Yes. He says, so Homer's there and he says, and his wife comes through the door. And Bart says, so? <laughs> and he says, did I mention that she was dead? Lisa goes, no. Well, she was. And she hit him in the head with the golf club. And Bart goes, and? And Homer says, don't you remember? He went golfing all the time and it really bugged her. And then Lisa says, you said he went bowling. <laughs> oh! No! <laughs> And Homer and I'm sorry, Abe goes, Homer, I've coughed up scarier stuff than that. <laughs> and Bart says, Grandpa, why don't you tell us a story? You've led an interesting life. That's a lie and you know it. But I have seen a lot of movies. <laughs> and that leads us into our second mini-sode, King Homer. Mm-hmm. And so we set this up with it's in black and white, yep. of course, which is a nice touch. Yes, very, very nice. It was pretty cool to see it. Like pretty that. authentic. Yeah. And so dark, foggy evening, and we see Mr. Burns and Smithers standing on a wharf, right? It's like a dock. Yeah. And uh, they're expecting someone else, but Marge shows up. Right. And Marge says, my name is Marge Bouvier, and I'm here about your ad. She holds up the newspaper. She says, single white female wanted for a mysterious expedition. Must like monkeys non-smoker preferred and mr burns says well you'd be a welcome change of pace from the rest of these crude and uncouth sailors and we see a couple of uh, sailors just standing there just going r r r they're arguing with each other right yeah now. and this is when mr uh, mr, mr. Burns. burns he goes what do you think smithers and smithers says i think women and semen don't mix we know what you think which of course <laughs> Is oh another reference to Smithers being yes. a gay man. Yes. And he said, see men. All right. Not yeah. Not not the other one. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But man, what a good joke to throw in there. Whoever yeah. wrote that. that it's a genius, genius one-liner right there. <laughs> and Burns is just so disdainful about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So uh, Burns hires her on the spot, and he starts laughing maniacally. Yes. So next thing we know, we're out at sea, Mm -hmm. and Marge is wearing one of those old-timey bathing suits. Yeah, sunbathing out there. Mm -hmm. And we see Carl, Lenny, and Charlie, and they're up on the uh, smokestack of the ship, admiring the view. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we see, I guess it's Skull Island, right? Yes. But they might be looking at Marge, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so Carl says, hey, I heard we're going to Ape Island. And Lenny goes, yeah, to capture a giant ape. And Carl says, I wish we were going to Candy Apple Island. And Charlie goes, Candy Apple Island? What do they got there? And Carl says, apes, but they're not so big. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing we know, they drop anchor, and the captain happens to be Otto for some reason. Yeah, uh, Otto here is... Um, I guess uh, not stoned or something. Yeah, he's just he's normal. Yeah, he's like very well put together. Right? Weird. Uh-huh. So we hear this chant. Yes, Homer, Homer, Homer. Yeah, and Otto asks Mr. Burns, hey, who's this Homer dude? <laughs> and Burns goes, he's either a 50-foot prehistoric ape or a tourist trap concocted by the Ape Island JCs. Either way, we're going ashore. <laughs> And Marge says, uh, am I going too? He's like, of course. We wouldn't uh, think of going without the bait. Uh, uh, that uh, That is the bait bean beauty. The bathing beauty. <laughs> I covered that one pretty well. <laughs> and so we're in this huge wooden gateway. And the chief of the, the native tribe there notices Marge. Right, and Burns and Smithers hiding in the grass because right? he sees Marge's, he sees Marge's hair, of uh, course. <laughs> and he starts going. He starts yelling, "Mosi tatupu, mosi tatupu." Which the translation is, "The blue-haired woman will make a good sacrifice." So Marge is asking, "What is he saying?" Right, and Burns, <laughs> is it, he he's saying he wouldn't dream of sacrificing the blue-haired woman. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna. This is a little interlude here. Uh, because Mosi Tatupu was actually a football player for the Arizona Cardinals. He played fullback for them for many years. The man was a badass. Nice. So they, I guess it's an, um, somebody dropped a reference because they were a big fan. Somebody's a football fan. Yep, there. yep. So in case you're wondering where the phrase Mosi Tatupu came from, it's not a phrase, it's a name. Football player. Put some respect on his name. There you go. <laughs> and so the um, she's, you know, kind of spitting by this. He's like, oh, and then they grab her uh-huh. and they put her in the, uh, I guess, the sacrificial garments, right? Yeah. Which is very skimpy. Yeah. <laughs> and she's tied to these two pillars yeah. and she's screaming out her, she's screaming her lungs out. And, and as only Marge can, right? Yeah. And so we hear this giant gong go off. And we cut to King Homer, who's fighting with a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he gets distracted by the, uh, by the gong. By the gong. And the T-Rex takes a bite of King Homer's arm. And he's like, go! You can hear it all over the island. Uh-huh. And so he goes to investigate what's going on. Mm-hmm. And Marge is still screaming. Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know... While this is happening, Mr. Burns and Smithers are kind of hiding in the background. Yeah. And Burns is like, Smithers, this is a golden opportunity. If we take him, if we get him alive, we can put him on Broadway. 
dead. We'll sell them to the army. We'll, we'll sell monkey stew to the army. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's incorrect. That would be ape stew. Yeah. Ape not stew. monkey stew. Ape stew. Mm-hmm. And so we see Homer, now King Homer, excuse me, yep. grabs Marge and he smells her hair. And he's like, like he likes it. He yeah. does his little purr. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts playing with the hair. Yeah. And uh, this is when uh, Mr. Burns tells his men to bring down King Homer. Yes. But of course, he's so big, not the bullets don't really bother him. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. Right. I think he says, "Don't what is it, like don't kill him. Aim for his groin and his stomach. His stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, you know, after a while, King King Homer gets kind of uh, miffed when Lenny fires one of the ship's cannons at him." Mm-hmm. Right, and he places Marge on the tree, and he grabs Lenny and puts him in his mouth. And then we see Lenny pop out. He's like, "Hey, Homer, cut it out! Come on, quit eating me!" And then Carl fires a rifle, and he hits Lenny in the arm. <laughs> Ow! Nice shot, Carl. <laughs> I guess the blood just um, made him tastier. Yeah, because Homer just swallowed him up. Actually, no, he chewed him up. Yeah, you hear the crunching, like yeah. everything breaking. It's like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, we cut to uh, Mr. Burns, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got a crate of sleeping gas grenades. So and he goes, yeah. all right, you big ape. Right, he grabs a grenade. He gra- he pulls a pin. Get a snoot full of this gas, and he throws it like a two-year-old girl. Like Mr. Burns does. Yes. Obviously, he's very feeble. Yep. And, uh, and it just rolls around, and... Of course, he's breathing it in. Yep. And uh, it affects him greatly, right? He starts singing, I was strolling through the gas one day. He starts singing and dancing and moving all over the place. And And so Smithers grabs a grenade and he chucks one out there and it works. And yeah, knocks King Homer out. And then Burns comes out and says, Nice work, Smithers. When we get back, I'm giving you a raise. And they're standing next to Homer asleep right here. Mm-hmm. And Homer wakes up just a little bit to go, <laughs> and he eats Smithers. And uh, Burns goes, oh, well, <laughs> by the way. So, yeah, you have a, you have have a beef bo- with this part. I have part. a bone yeah. to pick here, He's right? got some beef, guys. Yeah. <laughs> How did that gas affect the frail old man like Burns for an instant? Yeah. And it just made him sing and dance while it brought down... A, 50 foot, God knows how many ton ape down for the count. I can't explain it, but I mean, as the fan that I am, I'm going to have to tell you that's just the wrath of Burns, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the, the evil, evil in the him. The evil of Burns, man. <laughs> the evil in him kept him up. So next thing we know, we see King Homer chained and shackled, yes. and he's uh, on stage uh, in Springfield, right? Well, their version of Broadway, basically. Yeah. So they're, they're presenting, right, King Homer, and yeah. then underneath it says, the chubbiest kick line in town. And then we cut to the uh, chubby kick line, I guess. Yeah. Uh, imagine the Rockettes if they weren't slim. Yeah. They could still kick their legs up high, mm-hmm. but uh, they're not. They're, their legs aren't as long and lean as the Rockettes, let's just say it that way. As with many of these episodes, probably not a joke you could make anymore either. Yeah, not, no, no, <laughs> not at all. And so we see Mr. Burns uh, standing by the stage, and he's got reporters all around him, and 
one of them says, what kind of show you got for us, Mr. Burns? And then Burns goes, well, the ape's going to stand around for three hours or so. Then we'll close with the ethnic comedy of Dugan and Dirtschwitz. And the report is sensational. Uh, yeah, ethnic comedy. Yeah. Probably couldn't get away with saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, by the way, the reporter, did he look familiar to you? Mm, no. It's the same reporter that found Blinky, the three-eyed fish. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay, yes. I didn't put those two together. Nice. Good that's catch. why I'm the Simpsons guy. Good catch. Yeah, that's why you're the Simpsons guy. <laughs> so Burns walks out to the audience and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, in his native land, he was a king. But he comes before you in chains for our own amusement, presenting the uh, Homer, the eighth wonder of the world. Yes, and the curtains draw back, and Homer is there, and he doesn't look happy. Mm-mm. Obviously, he's actually very scared. Uh huh. Right, and Barney is there. Right, and he points, <laughs> and he's like, you know, amazed at Homer. No, he goes, wow, uh, look at the size of that platform. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he comes on the platform, yeah. not Homer. Uh-huh. And so, of course, the flashbulbs start going off. Everybody's, you know, taking pictures. And Marge can tell that this is upsetting Homer. He says, I think you're making him angry. And the reporter says, ah, come on, what's he going to do? You know, run amok in downtown Springfield? And, of course, that's exactly what he starts to do, right? Yes. Because they keep doing the flash photography. It keeps scaring King Homer. So he breaks free from his... Uh, shackles. Shackles, right? And you, did you notice how he uh, got free of the one around his waist? Yeah, he, like, kind of pushed his belly out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. And so, then he scratches himself yep. <laughs> afterwards. So he starts... Uh, Running, actually walking, right? And he squashes the reporter. The crowd flees uh, because they're all scared to death, right? Except for Barney. Yeah, he's like, hey, monkey, want a peanut? He's got a bag of peanuts, right? And Homer takes it and eats them all. Uh And then Barney's upset. And he's like, I said one, not the whole bag. And he starts kicking Homer. (laughs) And of course, you know, Homer's so big, he doesn't really feel it, right? So he just keeps walking. So next thing we know, he he crashes through the theater that's next to the to to the what, the one that he's in. Yeah. yeah, the one was he in a theater? He was an outdoor, right? It was an outdoor there, yeah. amphitheater or something. And um, there's a little child actor like Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple, because you know, she's doing a Shirley Temple song, right? Mm-hmm. What was the song? Um, I don't remember the song. Um, but it was a Shirley Temple song. Yeah, the original and, Annie. Yep. Yeah, and Homer's there, like he's uh, he's kind of charmed out. by her, right? He's like jamming out to her, singing and dancing, and then he decides to swallow her. Yeah, he just crunch, crunch. You hear it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we cut to Mr. Burns, and he's uh, he's sitting with Marge in, uh, I guess, in a hotel suite or something, and he's very, very upset. He's just sitting there, and he's like, "I'm dreading the reviews. I can tell you that." Now, if this was a Tiger King, he would say, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. I've been waiting to drop a Tiger King reference. <laughs> he held up, he, he kept us together during the lockdown, guys. Yeah, he did. Psycho, yeah, he did. <laughs> so, um, at As this point... Classic, you know, monster movie scene, the eye in the window. Mm-hmm. So, Homer... 
is there. <laughs> and he reaches in. Well, before that, she, she thinks oh, it's yeah. no big deal. She's yeah. like, oh, hi, homie. <laughs> yeah. Like typical Marge, right? She's yeah. very happy to see Homer. Homer uh, King Homer reaches in and grabs her. And he, he starts uh, screaming again. Yeah. And he starts to sort of climb the building. Yes, the classic King Kong scene. Right? Yep. He has the girl and he's climbing the building. And we are, they're already planes circling overhead. Mm-hmm. But apparently it's taking Homer so long. Yeah. That they... and, yeah and so we uh, Homer, you can see him starting to breathe heavy. And Marge is like, uh, you know, you looked a little flushed. Maybe you should uh, eat more vegetables and less people. Right. And uh, the the planes fly off because they yeah. need to refuel. Yeah, they, they're like, well, yeah, let's go refuel. We'll come back. Yeah, and Homer keeps climbing, and then he just—I guess—he's exhausted. Yeah, he puts Marge down on the ledge there, and he collapses. Yeah, but he hasn't even reached the second floor. Yeah, he's like his his hand is probably like on the third floor, and he didn't even make it that far. Yeah, so instead of the big classic King Kong fall, he just. It's the ground really quick. We get the fat, lazy King Homer <laughs> uh, just collapsing from very, very little exercise. Yes. And so a crowd gathers around and uh, Mr. Burns and Marge go up to the body. And Marge is like, oh, he's not dead. And Burns says, no, but his career is. I remember when Al Josen ran amok at the Winter Garden and climbed the Chrysler Building. And, <laughs> and he says, you know, he, he, he never, that, that man will never get arrested in this town. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and Homer starts to wake up and Marge is like, uh, he's moaning because he's in pain yeah. and he's exhausted. And Marge is like, don't worry, homie, I'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. And we see a newspaper spin into the frame and it says, woman weds ape. <laughs> and <laughs> we're at the church. Right, and we see a, a monkey come in. Yeah, and uh, the usher's like, "Are you the bride side or the groom side?" And the and the little monkey does the like the tall one with gesture with his hand. Uh-huh. Like, oh, right this way. Like mean, you couldn't figure that. Yeah, out. I'm like uh, it has to be pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. So they get married. It's so funny, Homer just standing there with his hands in front of him. <laughs> uh-huh. An ape in a tuxedo. Right, and of course they're doing the post-wedding pictures, and the photographers like, folks, if you could stop cleaning each other for a second, right? Because of course Homer's side of the family, they're all there picking fleas off each other. Mm, they're stuff, all grooming each other, picking on. ticks out of it, and, and Marge's family's there, right? Patty and Selma, and Marge's mom, Mrs. Bouvier, goes, "Wait, Marge, I can't find your father." And we cut to Homer, and you see a leg and a shoe sticking out of his mouth, and he just kind of slurps it up like a spaghetti noodle. Uh-huh. And then Marge goes, oh, Homer. Like, uh, it's no big deal. You just ate my dad. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> and we end the scene. Yes, we do. So, yeah, I like that one, too, man. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good homage to a classic there. Yeah, King Homer... Was definitely a good little side episode. Um, we'll talk about the game. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll we'll and so we get to our third act of the uh, Treehouse Horror. And so we cut to Marge. We're back at the party. And she's bringing out a bowl of fresh fruits. She said, instead of candy, I've got you an assortment of fresh fruits. And the kids are like, Ew. And she... <laughs> And, uh, she and she's goes, like, it's nature's candy. <laughs> and, of course, 
Um, Somebody throws an ashtray at her and it yeah. hits the wall. Like I don't think we ever find out who it was. No, no, we don't. But, but it was it was a good throw. Yeah, it that thing shattered. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and Marge looks very surprised, right? So, but before she can recover to find out who the hell did that, the front door just swings open and there is a headless man. Right? He's got his head in one hand and there's just blood squirting out of what, you know, his neck. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's like, and all the kids go, ah! They're freaking out. And then Ned pops his head out. He says, hi, kids. Did I scare thee there yet? And Bart says, nice try, Mr. Flanders. But I, you know, I've got a story so scary you'll wet your pants. And Abe goes, too late. Now, before we get into the story... I think it's just so cool that of everybody, Flanders. Yeah, Ned's got the awesome Halloween costume. Yep, the one that made Grandpa literally pee his pants. Yeah, so square Ned, man. Yep. But you know what? It does, it is consistent with Ned because Ned goes all out for every Halloween. For every Halloween, yeah. So why wouldn't he go all out for Halloween? He's a good Christian. (laughs) He's a good Christian. So this little episode, minisode is called Dial Z for Zombies. Mm-hmm. And we open up with Bart giving a book report in front of the class, right? He's like, from A, Apple to Z, Zebras, baby's first pop-up book is 26 pages of alphabetic adventure. He closes it up and he starts to walk away. And Mrs. K is there. She's not having She says, Bart, you mean to tell me you read a book intended for preschoolers? Well, most of it. And again, she's not having it. So she says, nope, you're going to read another book because you need to do another book review. You're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, Bart isn't happy at all. But next thing we know, he's in the school library and uh, he's looking for something easy, right? So he grabs a Where's Waldo book. Yes. Well, it's a, this is a huge library, by the way. Yes, it is. For, <laughs> for, for an elementary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a New York library. Yes, it say. is. How big is Springfield? Yeah, how big is Springfield? <laughs> so uh, he, he opens up the Where's Waldo book. And he's like, man, they're not even trying anymore, right? Because he's just standing there. It's all huge. It's not even small. And he, he notice there's a kid there pointing at him, yeah. too. He's <laughs> pointing directly at Waldo. Yeah, they're not they're not trying at all anymore. And, of course, then we Bart looks around, and apparently this library has an occult section. And it looks awesome. <laughs> yes, it does. It's even got the little beads yeah. uh, that would separate the uh, video, the videos uh, oh, at yeah, the video yeah, yeah. store. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. For, yeah, for those uh, of you that have ever been in a video store before. Yes. Some of them haven't. Yeah, they, we're getting to that point. Yep. Blockbuster is but a fading memory to us. I remember the one I used to go to as a kid was Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video, or, yep, yep. Before that, it was Video Central. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of video stores back in the day. Crazy. Yeah. Netflix killed them all. Yep, killed them all. And Blockbuster failed to capitalize because Netflix wanted Blockbuster to buy them for a million dollars. That was pocket change to Blockbuster at the time. And they said, nah, this isn't going to catch on. Oh, boy. They regret it. I oh. think there is one Blockbuster store still Yes, open. I think there's a documentary about it or yeah. something like that, too. Was well, it somewhere in like the middle of nowhere, North I, Dakota, I or no South idea. Dakota? Some, I have no idea. I have no idea. And so Bart's like, gee, I never noticed that before. The occult section. Uh-huh. And, and he, yeah, he, he goes into it. And there's a candle 
and the candles are like on a human skull, skull right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, do you notice the Dewey Decimal System here? All the books are numbered 666. Yes. <laughs> nice little touch there. Uh-huh. Very metal. <laughs> and so, Bart's uh, looking around, and he does not choose a book. A book Chooses comes out him. of the shelf and hits him on the head. All right? And the book is the the Time Life Book of Magic Spells, Volume 2. <laughs> even so, Time Life even does this. The occult, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, Bart opens up the book, mm-hmm. right, just randomly, and... We see like faces coming out of the pages like evil, evil, madness, beware. <laughs> and then Bart just slams the, the, the book shut and says, cool. And they go, ow. You're the <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so next thing we know, we're in Lisa's room and Bart is reading from his book of magic while Lisa is staring at, this, at her picture of Snowball One. Yes, he looks very sad. She looks very sad. Mm-hmm. And Bart says, Chapter 8, Let's Talk Zombies. If a zombie bites you, you become a zombie. You must walk the earth, feeding on the brains of the living until the spell is broken. And Lisa goes, Bart, please, don't you remember Snowball 1 died four years ago tonight, run over by the mayor's beer swilling brother, Clovis? <laughs> by the way, that is a very um, rustic name for... Yeah, Clovis. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, Quimby's are supposed to be the Kennedys, right? Yeah. So I don't, I no, couldn't man. picture a Kennedy naming their kid Clovis. Clovis. Yeah. No. <laughs> and Bart says, "Hey, maybe there's a spell in here that will bring her back from the dead." And Lisa stares at Bart while he's flipping through. Yeah, the he's page. like, he's like, see what we got? How to get your skeletons their widest? Selling your soul in a buyer's market? Ah, here we are. How to raise the dead? And he's, you know, he starts laughing. <laughs> and the lightning's going off. Yeah. So next thing we know, we're at the Springfield Cemetery. Yeah. The camera pans over and we see the pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. And there's a full moon out tonight, right? There's a nice breeze, right? So it's nice and spooky. And the kids go into the pet cemetery. And Bart is wearing a black cape and he's got a hat on, but... It's the, it's the Thriller album cover. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess keeping it Halloween thing. Yeah, yeah. But he's wearing it over his his head like that. Now, I have to say, given one of my hobbies, that's a bad move, Bart. Yeah. You don't mistreat your albums <laughs> you like that? You don't mistreat your albums like that. Especially that one. It had to be an old that's gotta one, be too. Worth, uh, <laughs> that's got to be worth quite a bit nowadays. <laughs> if it's a, you know, I'm, I'm sure Homer wasn't prints. too happy. If it's one of the first prints? Yep. Woo. So... Anyway, <laughs> so uh, uh, Bart starts to recite this magic spell. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, he just says, Colin, Rayburn, Nars, Trebek. And there is a bunch of lightning. Yep. By the way, those are all names of uh, game show hosts. Mm-hmm, game yes. show hosts. And then he raises his hand and he goes, Zabars, Krisky, Kaldor, Walmart. <laughs> And, of course, those are all names of stores. By the way, Colin Rayburn and, and, and Nars had died by then. Trebek was the only one. The only one alive. And Zabars, Kresge, and Kaldor had died by then also. Mm. And Walmart was the only one still alive at the time. Interesting. Well, yeah, it was sad losing Trebek, man. Yeah, yeah. And so the last he says the last syllable, and then lightning strikes all the tombstones in 
the human cemetery next door, and you see hands and heads start coming out of the ground. The zombies are appearing. Yep. And Lisa stares, and she's like, it's not working. She sighs in frustration, but then she notices, and she says, Bart, you cast the wrong spell. Zombies! And Bart says, please, Lise, they prefer to be called the living impaired. Is this the first example of woke culture right here? Dude, I, they, yeah, I mean. The Simpsons have always been ahead of the, t- of the yeah. curve. And that's a joke that aged very well. Yes, because I take this as, I don't know if it's definitively the first sign of woke culture. Yeah. But it is, if it isn't, it's right, it's one of the earliest. It's in there, man. Mm-hmm. The living impaired. Yeah. <laughs> that's the PC way to put it. Mm-hmm. And so um, we cut to Springfield Elementary and Willie's working on the grounds, of course. And he finishes his whole flower bed and he says, there's a, there, as pretty as a picture. And two zombies pop out of the ground. And uh, and he's like, zombies! And then they leave and he fixes it up again and says, there, pretty as a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bart and Lisa are on their bicycles hauling it back home. Yes. Because they want to beat the zombies there, right? Yeah. Um, and the uh, zombies cut, yeah. go to the first house, I guess, that catches their attention, and they knock on the door, and it's the Flanders house. And you hear Ned, well, howdy, strangers. What can I do you for? And the zombies go, brains, brains, brains. And they just go into his house and... One of the zombies is a is, is a woman, and he says, "Well, suit knuckles, you rascal! I thought you were dead." And then next thing we know, we hear Ned just sc- screaming bloody murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next thing, and we cut next to the Simpsons house, right? <laughs> I love this scene too. So uh, Homer is just sitting down on the couch, and Bart and Lisa want to confess, right? Yes. And Lisa's like, "Dad, we did something very bad." And Homer's eating pork rinds, and he stops and says, did you wreck the car? Bart goes, no. Then he says, did you raise the dead? Lisa goes, yes. And Homer says, but the car's okay? Uh Uh-huh. All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know what the hell Homer's thinking here. That is a big dad moment right there. Yeah, it is. Did you wreck the car? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes, remind me to tell you a story about my kid after the show's over. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not a bad story. It's not a bad story. And so we cut back to uh, Springfield, Springfield Elementary. Elementary. Yes. And we hear Skinner on the PA system. And it's Zombie Skinner. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, Martin Prince, report to my office at once. And bring that big, juicy chess club brain of yours. <laughs> and he's like, mm. And so they all watch Martin leave the room. And Martin's war- Martin looks terrified. Yeah. But he goes anyway. Because he's such a square. So next thing we know, we, we're, we're back at the Simpsons house and Homer is watching Krusty the Clown Show with the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the family is boarding up the windows. Yes, even Maggie. Yep. And they turn around and they ask Homer if he... Actually, no, no. Before I'm getting that, ahead of myself. We're watching, yeah, myself, we're watching right? Krusty and uh, Krusty is about to give away a prize. He's got this big gift wrap box, right? He's going to... Say who's the first prize in the Krusty sweepstakes. And he removes the ribbon. And Sideshow Mel. Zombie. Yes, Sideshow Mel just comes out, grabs Krusty, and drags him into the box. 
And this is, when we, yeah. this is when we get one of those uh, technical difficulty moments. I love these. On man. the uh, Krusty the Clown uh, show, right? Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a dude, the cameraman with a bottle of hooch in one arm. You can just tell he's drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> he says, technical difficulties, please stand by. And very soon after, we see Krusty standing in front of the camera again. Yes. And he's like, this time it's zombie Krusty. He's like, to enter, send me your parents' brains. All right, parents' brains on a three-by-five card and send it to... And Marge interrupts and she says, Homer, did you barricade the door? And we see him sitting down uh-huh. and he's got a, the, the, he's got a piece of plywood, you know, two-by-four. Yeah, and a and, hammer, right? And a hammer in his hands and he's just sitting down and he's like, why? Oh, the zombies. No. And as he says no, the door gets knocked in. And the zombies are in, and the family's screaming, ah! And so they all um, they all cower in one spot, and Homer, trying to be the dad. <laughs> he offers himself up to the zombies to give his family yeah. a chance like, to escape. Leave my family alone. Take me instead. <laughs> right, and of course the zombies are like, brains, right? They grab Homer. They, uh, they start tapping on his head. <laughs> and it makes a hollow sound, yeah. like there's nothing in there. And so they just... Ignore him and put him down. Yep. And Homer looks very insulted. Yep. Uh, so Homer finds the family huddled in the master bedroom. Right? right. They lock. They they lock it shut, and they're all huddled in there. And Bart's like, I thought dabbling in the black arts would be a good would be good for a chuckle. How wrong I was. I should have never read, read that book. And Lisa says, Bart, maybe the library has another book that will reverse the spell. Marge goes, it's our only hope. And Homer got an awesome shotgun from somewhere. <laughs> and he cocks it. And he just says, to the book depository. By the way, who calls a library book depository? Is that where... No, uh, uh, Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> was that a library? Was that a book that depository? A, that was a book depository that Kennedy got shot from. Okay. Um, so apparently there is a difference between a depository and a library. I believe so. And so... Homer's leading the family out to the car. And as soon as they're getting in the car, we see zombie Ned Flanders. He says, hey, Simpson, I'm feeling a mite peckish. Mind if I chew your ear? And Homer doesn't waste any time, and he blows zombie Flanders away. And Bart says, Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie? (laughs) I love that part. I love that part so Uh. good. And so they get in the car, and they're going to the school, and Homer's listening to the radio if there's any news. And the radio says, KZMD, all zombie radio. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see a flying saucer with Kang and Kodos, right? Yes, our alien friends. uh And then uh, either Kang or Kodos, I don't know which one it was, they go, the zombies have the earthlings on the run. Soon the human race will wither and fold. Like the earth plums we've seen on the observoscope. And they and both like, start. <laughs> yeah, they're doing their lap. Uh-huh. And then so we cut back to Springfield and the Simpsons family is getting their way past a zombified Jimbo, Kearney, and Dahl. And they're all uh, sort of kicking zombie Skinner's head around. <laughs> and you just hear Skinner's head going, ow, oh, careful. Not the face. <laughs> <laughs> and Homer busts through the door. Right, and they all start running down the school corridors, and uh, Homer sees Zombie Krabobble, and boom, wastes her. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And then he sees Barney. Yeah. And Barney's chewing on an arm. And Homer's like, Barney, not you too. And Barney goes, I'm not a zombie, but hey, when in Rome. He's just, yeah. The whole cannibalism thing. Uh, yeah. And then Barney's goes, oh my God, it's George Washington. And there's a zombie George Washington walking around. Yeah, then he's not, right? He says, uh, he's not the only famous zombie yeah. there, right? There's also a zombie Albert Einstein <laughs> and a zombie Shakespeare. Yep. So Homer's like, take that, Washington, and he blows him away. Yeah. Eat lead, Einstein. Bam. Show's over, Shakespeare. And he doesn't even shoot Shakespeare. He, like, beats him with the uh, butt of the shotgun. Uh-huh. And, of course, Shakespeare collapses dramatically and says, is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the occult section in the library, and Lisa is, you know, looking around uh, as the zombies are or heading toward them, right? Bart grabs the right book and he casts another spell. Yes. Kolchak, Mannix, Banachek, Dano. And something happens, but Lisa turns into a snail. Yes. Now, I love this animation. It's just so hilarious. They managed to make her look cute. Yeah, they do make her look cute. And uh, Bart's just looking at Lisa and she says, what's wrong? Bart's like, I never realized what a beautiful young woman you become. She just goes, aww. <laughs> uh, and so Bart says another spell. This one's funnier. Trojan, Ramses, Magnum, Sheiks. <laughs> which, of course, you guys know what they are. Yeah, we're not going to. That's self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was the correct spell. Yeah. Because we see a flash of brilliant blue light. Burst from the book, go up into the atmosphere, and disperse through the town. Yeah, it just radiates through all you know, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And the zombies are returning to their graves, right? And they're He's, talking to each other. They're like, yeah, see you in hell. And then there's zombie. You still pushing that boulder? Uh-huh. And then we see two John Smiths arguing about a grave. Yes, and, and the one John Smith. Hey, I'm also John Smith. He's like, are you John Smith, 1882? My mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And next thing we know, we're standing in front of City Hall and Diamond Joe Quimby is addressing the crowd. Yes, and he says, so Quimby's there. The uh, zombies that plagued our town are now just rotting, uh, just corpses rotting in the streets. Yeah! (laughs) Right? Yeah. And back at home, everything is back to normal and the Simpsons are watching TV. Marge says, well, I'm sure glad we didn't turn into mindless zombies. Bart goes, shh, TV. Homer says, man, ball down, funny. And the entire family goes, hmm. Very, very zombie-like. Yeah. So the intro makes sense because these all have very Hitchcock endings to them. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Very much so. So as far as Treehouse of Horrors goes... I, I liked this one yeah. more than the previous ones. Yes. Yeah. This one's, this you know, one's did, one of the better ones. Yeah. I did enjoy the Raven mini-sode. That one's great. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But this, I, I enjoyed all three of the little I do. I do like one. all three of these. So as far as the, the Treehouse of Horror shows go, these are, you know, 
This is a good one. Yes, it's a, it's a very good one, right? I, 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 I mentioned this to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the clip shows. No, he's not. He's not. And I love him, but mm-hmm. he's... <laughs> I'm not a fan. We're opposite on this. But I like this one. I, I really, really like this episode. Uh, so many good gags. The one-liners are great. Uh, they, they, you just can't get away with stuff like that nowadays. Just, for me, it's like... Maybe on Adult Swim. Oh, but, yeah. But not on primetime. Yeah, not on primetime. Especially that Flanders joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Flanders. Smithers joke. Smithers Excuse joke. Me, yeah. We know what you think. <laughs> so good. Uh-huh. And, but yeah, even the little things like Bart's costume, you know... Yeah, I mean, it was so good. It's so fitting for Bart, too. Yeah. You know, just being the juvenile delinquent that he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the whole black and white King Homer episode. That's so good. And even, you know, seeing Homer run around with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, you need a shotgun in a zombie movie. Yeah. By the way, I, that's where I do have a bone to pick with uh, The Walking Dead. Mm. I'm not a big fan. I, I haven't watched... I don't think I've watched one complete season, but the whole Daryl uh, walking around with a crossbow thing, um, Daryl would die instantly. Very quickly. Yeah, because it takes it's so long to reload those damn and things. And it's hard to reload those yeah. things. You're going to run out of muscle strength at some point. Yeah, even then, he doesn't even need to use the broadhead tips, use the small ones. They're just going to go straight through it. They're dead. You want to, you know, what damage their brain? Yeah, but it looks cool. Yeah, I, I guess yeah, so it, it does look cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Homer was more realistic, walking yes. around with a shotgun. Yeah. Because he's not trained with firearms, he's gonna panic. You're gonna want something like a shotgun. Yeah. What did they tell you at the gun store? It's got a good spread. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be a good shot. Yeah. It's got a good spread. Yeah. Yep. Which is why they don't let you uh, saw off the barrels because the spread even becomes... bigger spread. Yeah. yeah. So very illegal. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Not not a good idea. So uh, your takeaways from what was your favorite moment here? My favorite moment. Was, uh, that Smithers joke is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Abe Simpson. You too, know, too late. Oh, no, no, not that. The uh, the government. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't earn it. I don't need it. Miss one payment. I'm going to raise hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, funny. We're going to have many more moments with, uh, with Abe like that. Yeah. Um, the Krusty doll's funny too, man. Just the way he's hitting on the ma- on the Malibu <laughs> Stacy. Hey, baby. It's like, what? <laughs> uh, you know, there might be uh, terms for that nowadays if you made that joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I really loved the, when he brought out the knife and he had that sinister... It wasn't even sinister. It was just a Krusty the Clown smile. Yeah. And it looked so sinister because of it. It's so good. The Mosi Tutupu. <laughs> That's pretty funny. A Homer running naked and Patty saying, there goes my heterosexuality. The last, the last thread. <laughs> of my heterosexuality uh, was destroyed by seeing a naked Homer. By the way, I guess that would be very disturbing to see all of his flab bouncing around while he runs. Yeah. Which we will see in uh, future episodes. Yes, yes. <laughs> We've already seen examples, but we will see more. So, on a scale of one to five, don't nuts, uh, what would you rate this episode at? Well, I got a question for the rating. Okay. Are we rating it on the scale of a regular Simpsons episode? No. Or are no. we rating it on the scale of the Treehouse episode? Treehouse episode. It's a five in the Treehouse. It is a five it's in the Treehouse. It's a five in the Treehouse. You wouldn't get a five in a regular 
I would give it like a four in the regular. Yeah, episode. regular four, four point five if I was feeling generous. Yeah, but, but as far as these go, yeah, total five for me. Yes, uh, I enjoyed all three minisodes. The little interludes were spot on. They just helped uh, the set the mood yeah. for the uh, next little minisode. Uh, I mean, it was just a great, great Treehouse Flanders of Horrors. awesome Halloween costume. Yep. <laughs> he pressed a little button and yeah. more blood squirted out. Oh, it was so good. So, so good. So, I guess we both agree, as far as Treehouse of Horrors goes, this is the best one we've seen so far. So far. So far it is. All right. Um, so, before we leave, uh, is there anything you'd like to uh, mention? Finish lines in sight, man. Yes, guys. Uh, don't do anything stupid that would put you in danger of graduating. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, maybe it won't stop you from graduating, but it might stop you from walking. Just don't do it, guys. Yeah, don't do that. Every year we tell the kids not to do it, and every year somebody does somebody it. Somebody does it. Don't do it, guys. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not to scare the... If there's any juniors listening... Guys, try not to go to summer school. Oh, God. Remember, theoretically, it's your last summer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Because after you're a senior, you're either going to go to college, you're military, or work. Yep. It's time to grow up. Yep. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yep. I told my kids they can live with me as long as they want, as long as they're working and going to school. There if they go. stop, they're out the door. Hey, man, that was the deal with my parents, too. So, mm -hmm. it's fair. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so before we leave, I'd like to remind you to uh, pay our official show Instagram a pay, uh, Instagram page uh, a visit. as official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. Give us a follow. Yes. Um, you can uh, give us a, you can send us a DM, uh, something you didn't like about the show, something we could do to improve on it. Uh, I do post memes on there. Uh, I wouldn't say regularly, but, you know, every now and then I'll put two or three memes together and I'll put them out. Then I'll go uh, two or three weeks without one. You know. it, it's just <laughs> no when, set schedule. It's, it's just when inspiration strikes me, guys. There you go. Um, also, uh, those of you listening to us on Apple, uh, on, on Apple iPhone or something, uh, please, if you could give us a five-star rating on, the pod, on your little podcast app, it would help us out a lot. It, it, what what it does basically, it, it helps move the show up a little bit in the rating in the rankings to help people find us more easily. Yes. So if somebody's out there looking for a good Simpsons podcast to listen to, you giving us that five star uh, five star rating will help those people find our show easier. And if you found us on Spotify, please give us a follow. Yes, that follow helps us a lot too. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I know we are getting some new listeners, so shout out to our new listeners. Yes, yes. We hope uh, we we provide entertainment. Yep. We will say a lot of stupid things because hey, we're guys. Yeah. But that's to be expected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast, guys. It's not real life. We're talking about The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, a couple of buddies sitting down. Uh, drinking uh, adult beverages yeah. and having fun talking about one of the greatest shows produced by man. Yes. For a time, at least. Yes. <laughs> like always, 
what goes up must yes, come, come down. down. Yes, must come down. But we're not there yet. We're, we're not still there. on the rocket up. Yes, yes. <laughs> and until next week, au revoir, suckers.